Ciao, and welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast with me, Nico James Bock, a broker with Royal LePage Signature Realty in downtown Toronto. In today's episode, I want to discuss the seven factors that drive the real estate market. Um, we are in a period of uh, great uh, transition. Um, there's a new mayor, uh, a new uh, BOC interest rate announcement, um, but there are other factors that uh, determine uh, market value, and I want to get into those factors today. So I'm just going to uh, share the screen. Uh, for those of you who are uh, just listening to the podcast, uh, not to worry, I'll be making references to uh, the um, images and the slides that uh, I have made available uh, for uh, viewers on uh, YouTube, so you can follow along if you're just listening. The seven factors driving real estate uh, today are, number one, cost of ownership. Number two, job security. Number three, population growth. Number four, supply. Number five, regulatory changes. Number six, global factors. And number seven, replacement cost or value versus market value. Uh, these will be analyzed in detail. Um, I will try to be as... Uh, uh, as quick as uh, possible. Um, I don't want to take up too much uh, too much time, but there's a lot to cover. And there's a BOC rate announcement that will be taking place uh, just uh, within the hour. So the first factor, cost of ownership. So this involves interest rates, and interest rates, as we know, impact the demand and price for real estate. Lower rates attract more buyers with lower mortgage rates but also expand demand, which can drive up prices. So as I mentioned before, we also have BOC announcements that took place starting um, um, in March of last year. Um, those announcements um, obviously took place before, but uh, the interest rate announcement, uh, the hike started in March 2022. So up until uh, today's announcement, there have been several interest rate hikes. There have been a couple of interest rate holes, um, and these have affected uh, the uh, supply, demand, and value of homes. We also have mortgages to consider. So mortgages are also a component of the cost of ownership, as well as taxes. There are property taxes, land transfer taxes, vacancy taxes, as well as insurance. With insurance, there's homeowner insurance, title insurance, and mortgage insurance. Homeowners also have to deal with maintenance and upkeep, as well as utilities. Number two, job security. So the Canadian labor market bounced back an impressive 60,000 positions in June, more than recouping May's losses. Full-time employment was up 110,000, while part-time employment fell 50,000. Now, financial stability helps determine whether a person buys, rents, or remains dependent on friends, family, uh, etc. Job security also determines credit stability and credit worthiness when applying for financing. 
So the question remains, how much can I afford? But that also applies to um, those that are in the rental market. Number three, population growth. This is a big one. Um, we are uh, currently in a uh, housing crisis, and it'll only be exacerbated by the number of people that are pouring into uh, into the country. There is not really a set plan in place uh, where to house these people. So, in two thousand and in the two thousand twenty three two thousand twenty five immigration levels plan. Canada aims to welcome from 410,000 to 505,000 new permanent residents in 2023, from 430,000 to 542,000 in 2024, and from 442,500 to 550,000 permanent residents in 2025. In 2022, for comparison purposes, Canada achieved its target to admit 431,645 new permanent residents, which represents the largest number of people ever welcomed in a year in Canadian history. Now, the majority of these people will gravitate towards the GTA and all will need housing. Factor number four is supply. So speaking of housing, real estate is a tangible asset made up of property and land on which it sits. And while it is unmovable, real estate, like other assets, is also subject to supply and demand. This means that the price of homes, like those of stocks and bonds, depends heavily on the law of supply and demand. It also reacts much more quickly to interest rate hikes or um, decreases in the interest rate. More demand, prices tend to rise. More supply, they tend to fall. We are in a critically low inventory situation in the GTA. Months of inventory, uh, or MOI, it indicates how long it will take for the supply, the current supply of houses to run out if no new inventory is introduced, if no uh, additional homes are put on the market. We also have to consider new housing starts. The trend in housing starts was 230,205 units in May 2023, down from 240,318 units in April. So it's a downward trend, which it should be the reverse, given the amount of people that are pouring into, uh, into the city, into the GTA. The trend measure is a six-month moving average of the monthly seasonally adjusted annual rates of total housing starts for all areas in Canada. With the housing crisis we are already in, how does the introduction of more people to the country help when we don't have a clear plan on how to house the people who are already here? That's the question. Number five, regulatory changes. Government policies and legislation, including tax incentives and credit, Reduction and subsidies can boost or hinder demand real estate. We have a first-time home buyers tax credit um, offered by the CMHC. The Home Buyers Plan (HBP) is a program that allows you to withdraw from your registered retirement savings plan (RSPs) to buy or build a qualifying home for yourself or for a related person with a disability. There are also energy rebates. Uh, these are uh, provincial. 
government uh, incentives. There is the substantial renovation and the GT, GST HST new housing rebate, also offered to qualifying individuals. Um, and addressing the land use and availability issue, there's the green belt, green belt plan and the growth plan. Number six, global factors. Now, we have wars and unrest in other regions, also anything that affects us locally, uh, also affects migration patterns and have an impact on population growth and decline. We also have global economies uh, that have to be taken into consideration when uh, valuing property. Uh, this is generally measured by economic indicators, such as the GDP, employment rates, uh, manufacturing activity, uh, the price of goods, etc. Broadly speaking, when the economy is sluggish, so is the real estate market. Uh, conversely, when the economy is booming, the real estate market reflects that boom. Changing demographics can impact home prices due to the age, income, and regional preferences of buyers. So these factors, uh, global factors, all affect. Uh, home value. Finally, number seven, replacement cost versus market value. The market value of your home is the price you would get for your home on the real estate market, which includes the land. Replacement cost covers the cost to rebuild and does not include land. So replacement cost goes up or down depending on inflation, supply, and demand. Uh, market value uh, goes up or down depending on the other six factors. The decision becomes, do I buy new, resale, or renovate existing uh, property? I think uh, when we are uh, looking at these uh, seven factors, we also have to take into account what has occurred um, in the past. Uh, starting with, uh, because we're in uh, July, I guess uh, we should start with uh, what has happened since uh, January 1st of 2023. Um, uh, so January 1st, 2023, we had the introduction of the vacancy tax, um, which is uh, a reg regulatory uh, change, which impacted um, uh, values to some extent. Uh, we had a BOC announcement January 25th, which uh, brought with it a 0.25 or quarter percent uh, interest rate hike. But we also had a pause announcement. So during the 20, uh, January 25th uh, interest rate hike announcement, there was uh, indication that the uh, moving forward, the, uh, the BOC would consider pausing the uh, um, interest rates uh, and um, holding firm on the existing rates for a period of time. Uh, that held true for the uh, February um, and the, the March and April interest rate announcements, which were all uh, which were holds. Uh, in March, there was also a banking crisis, uh, so that also uh, is an important factor that occurred in 2023. Uh, it was short-lived, but nonetheless, it did have um, a very short-term effect on pricing. Um, in uh, On April the 12th, 
there was a um, a rate hold, which was a second rate hold following the March 8th announcement. Uh, so that was the second rate hold of 2023. Now we go to June. Uh, the June 6th uh, BOT uh, rate announcement was actually a small hike. So it was another uh, 25 basis points or a quarter percent uh, interest rate hike in the prime rate. Um, and that was a result of the spike in inflation, which occurred in uh, in April. So uh, it was a um, unexpected uh, move, uh, at least on my part, by the uh, BOC. Once they uh, once the effects of uh, the uh, the inflation rate uh, spike trickled down through the system, uh, the BOC uh, reacted in kind by raising the uh, interest rates. Uh, the lend the overnight uh, uh, prime lending rate. Uh, now there's a, another VOC rate announcement uh, on June 12th, which is today. So that uh, announcement will take place um, within the hour. Will it be a rate hold or another rate hike? So uh, my feeling is that uh, it will probably be another uh, rate hike again. Uh, in response to the spike in inflation, which is still working its way through uh, the different economies. Um, so that's just uh, speculation, obviously, on my part, but I think it'll be another uh, rate hike. Um, and uh, we have um, the swearing in of a new mayor. So Olivia Chow is the new mayor of uh, the city of, um, of Toronto. Uh, the uh, the new mayor has a um, a mandate bill, and she made uh, several promises to address housing, uh, cost of living, transit, um, and a few other issues that are um, affecting uh, our city and the um, ability to have to house the many people that are coming in to the city. So the question remains, how will today's events affect uh, real estate values moving forward? It remains to be seen, but it will start with the July and August market reports, which I'll be making available uh, in due course. As I mentioned before, uh, we are in uh, this first uh, uh, 12 days of, uh, of July, and we have had the June market stats available um, for a few days. So I want to go over those very briefly, just to give you an idea of what has been happening um, in June as a result of the factors that I just mentioned. June saw a, uh, a slight increase in home value. Uh, this is home value of all types, so condo and capital, capital being uh, my term for freehold properties. So the average price is one million one hundred and eighty-two thousand one hundred and twenty, up three point two percent from twenty twenty-two. One million one hundred forty thousand seven hundred and ninety-six. So it's a slight increase, but an increase nevertheless. Uh, the uh, number of sales is 38,696, which is down um, slightly from uh, from this time last year. 
The month of inventory at 1.89 continues to be relatively low and still in a seller's market territory. Uh, 1.89 is very, very low, very, very tight market conditions. Um, uh, But at the same time, the pressure uh, on buyers uh, because of the interest rate hikes uh, is leveling off uh, some of that um, um, price appreciation. Uh, So uh, although prices are increasing at a more moderate level, uh, the fact that buyers are having a more challenging time uh, qualifying uh, for uh, mortgages and being able to afford uh, the the prices is tempering a bit uh, the prices. This also um, is relatively uh, a normal occurrence in a summer market. Uh, this um, market is more heated than um, previous markets simply because of the low uh, inventory level. So it's a, it's a, it's a balancing act. And um, uh, if you uh, require um, assistance navigating through uh, that, um, I will be happy to help as always. Um, as we look ahead, uh, the next interest rate announcement will be September the 6th, followed by October 25th and December 6th. So uh, there are many opportunities um, still to come for the VOC to either increase um, the prime lending rate or hold firm. I don't see rates coming down uh, this year in 2023. Um, I I believe uh, uh, I, I can um, make that uh, statement with uh, a high level of certainty. Uh, I'm not seeing uh, interest rates coming down. They may, um, the, the BOC will continue this uh, dance with inflation to try to wrestle it down um, moving forward, to try to get it down to its uh, target rate of 2%. Uh, but I, I'm, so, you know, we'll see, interest rate uh, hikes, we may see uh, interest rate holds, uh, but we will certainly, uh, in my opinion, not see interest rates coming down before the first quarter of 2024. So, uh, my end note, <laughs> uh, following, following that uh, statement, is prices are still trending upward, okay? We will continue to to see the inflation dance as the power of the B, uh, namely the BOC um, and other government uh, powers, try to wrestle it downwards. Uh, there isn't anything we can do regarding interest rates. Um, that's a fact. And some of the other factors affecting value uh, are beyond our control. We have to live our lives and make decisions that are best for us right now and adjust those decisions as circumstances change. If you don't have to move, then don't. Just stay put. Uh, First-time buyers, uh, upsizers, downsizers, and most renters can and should take advantage of opportunities in the retail, assignment, and pre-construction markets now, because uh, these incentives, these opportunities um, won't uh, stick around forever. There will be uh, uh, short-term um uh, changes to uh, the incentives. Um, and as we move forward, 
2023 and into 2024, uh, prices, as I mentioned before, will continue their upward trend. The demand also will continue. And these incentives, uh, especially some of the incentives that are offered by uh, the pre-construction um, builders, uh, will disappear or they'll be severely reduced. So now is a time to take advantage of any incentives, uh, rebates, or um, uh, opportunities that exist, okay? As for existing homeowners and investors, the patient continues to be profitable. We will likely do so and will likely do so, be so for, the, for years to come. Uh, that is it for uh, this episode uh, of the Real Estate Podcast. Um, my contact information uh, is always available and will be available uh, in the notes uh, to this uh, podcast. Um, I will have a, another podcast uh, following the uh, BOC's uh, announcement uh, later today. So look forward to that and enjoy the rest of, uh, of your day. Ciao, ciao.